What's up, Charleston? This is the Healthy Charleston Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Eve Gigi, where we talk all things health-related. We're going to talk about all sorts of health information, as well as, hopefully, clear up all sorts of terrible health misinformation. Hey, what's up, everybody? So today I had Heather Black. Uh, She is a local personal trainer here in Charleston, South Carolina. She was also just recently in Oblique Magazine, the cover model. She is awesome. She's got four kids, husband in the military, juggling multiple things. She's got a really cool story as well as some amazing uh, ideas and tips um, as far as fitness and health and Honestly, just everything it takes in order to be the best version of yourself. We just had an amazing conversation. Hope you enjoy. Okay, let's jump into it. We're live. This is exciting. What's up, Heather? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. We're going to talk all things health and fitness. I think we're going to get into some fun stuff today. We actually have, um, this is going to intro and I blew it. I say we have a uh, fitness cover model for the first time <laughs> on our podcast today, and oh man, dang it, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna redo it. We're just gonna roll with it. Just go with it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're doing a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you're an oblique ambassador. Mm-hmm. Um, got oblique a really magazine, yeah. Yep, oblique magazine. Um, you've got a really good social media presence. You're doing some training. Um, you've got four. Four boys. Four boys. Four boys. Right. Yes. Um, a husband who's in the military. Yep, he's in the Navy. Submarines. Yep. Very. Just got home from deployment, which was super cool. Yep. Yep. Very cool video. Go check it out on yeah. Facebook. And was it on Instagram as well? It was on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you'll see the the homecoming. Very he didn't cool. know I was gonna be there, so it was a surprise. It was fun. Well, it was, it was awesome. This was honestly a very touching video. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we can talk about how you juggle all those things, which I do want to talk about, which is important. But and keep yourself healthy at the same time. But I would love to know, like, roll it all the way back to how you even got into kind of the fitness business, or how you even got thinking about health and wellness and fitness. Yeah. Um, so after I had my. <laughs> After I had my fourth, um, which we need to talk about this later, um, I did not do what I should have done. Um, seven weeks after I had my fourth, I decided I wanted to try CrossFit. Just jump right Seven in. weeks after you had your seven fourth child. Seven weeks after my fourth. That's impressive. I thought, hey, I want to try CrossFit. So <laughs> CrossFit Integrity was right down the road. I went there, and it was like their Saturday intro class. I sat in the parking lot and I had a panic attack. I'm like, these people are going to laugh me out of the building. I can't do a sit-up. I can't do a squat. So I go in there, super supportive. Everybody was awesome. You know, it was, I mean, I fell in love with it right away. And then from then on, you just get so interested in how your body moves and all the science behind it. And I loved seeing it how, I loved seeing how it helped me and how it was helping everybody else change their life. So... That's, that's all. Had you done something before CrossFit though? Or like before it was just kind of like... Kind of. Like I would get, I would get the little training plans out of like Oxygen Magazine. You know, the little bodybuilding things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I would do those and I would kind of row and I would kind of walk for a second, just kind of hop around the gym for about 30 minutes and then leave. Um, but before that, no, not much. I really wasn't. So I wasn't an athlete. I wasn't anything. I just, right. you know, jumped into CrossFit because I, th- I saw it and I thought it looked cool. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. And I don't think there's a lot of people who would jump right in. Yeah. Right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Not the smartest decision. So disclaimer. Right. Probably not the best idea if you've just given birth to go and try to do CrossFit right away. But I did it and I fell in love. And no looking back. How no. old are the four kids? Oh, so they're oldest is 14. Just started ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I have a 12 year old. He's in sixth grade. And then I have a seven year old and a five year old. So they're all in school this year, finally. Finally. That's a big milestone. We just hit that milestone as well. Yeah. So I feel like I got a lot of time back. Right. It's exciting. <laughs> but, but we were talking about this beforehand. There is like this kind of sometimes an empty silence and you're so used to activity and noise and like, chaos. you know, chaos. Yeah. yeah. Organized chaos. That when you have a moment of silence, you're like, oh crap, what do I do? What do I so do it's like this? you have to readjust to that because yeah. I feel like... Um, I was going to bring this up. Us as humans mm-hmm. need to like be able to like just sit in silence and probably just be okay with that. Yeah. Like I feel like that's a skill that I do not I've not mastered is probably one of my least, no. you know, uh, effective skills, you know, I don't sitting have any still. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of like sitting still like obviously I'm into a lot of things. I'm doing a podcast and running all yeah. this, running everywhere, but I think it's an important thing to do to be like, okay, we can just kind of sit and take a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, and have some stillness in our lives, and I think that's important too. What totally. Do you think? No, I so I actually just um, started meditating at, but my brain goes all over the place when I'm at home, so I actually have to go to another place and physically meditate oh, there. Sure. It's downtown. It's called Still Soul. Have you ever heard? Yeah, of it? Yeah, I heard of it. Yep. It's awesome. I just, actually was just there earlier today, and you go there and you help clear your mind, and you get used to the silence, which does not happen at my house mm-hmm. ever. So. It's very cool to just reset every now and then, and that that has been really helpful. For yeah, sure. I like to. I mean, we'll go all over the place in the podcast, but I think <laughs> just like anything else, it's like okay, we can uh, strengthen our muscles, we can strengthen our bodies. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we strengthen our probably arguably our most important yeah. muscle in quotation marks, like our brain? Yeah, right. Which probably shouldn't be busy, 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 busy all the time. Right. It's almost like overtraining for our body. At some point, you probably just need to like. Hey, let's just hit the reset yeah. button, as yeah. you said, and you're probably work on the inside and the outside. You know, because right. the inside is uh, that kind of helps you get to the point where you can push your outside. Also, you know, if uh, if you have all this chatter in your head about everything that you need to be doing, um, whether it's laundry or you don't feel like you're good enough or whatever, you're not gonna want to make fitness a priority. You know what I mean? So being able to reset and figure out what your goals are and you know clear your head and then get going it, it helps for sure working yeah. on the inside is that something that you'd say like obviously you're doing some training yourself mm-hmm. with clients right mm-hmm. yeah um is that something you kind of focus on maybe run us through kind of like what you're doing as far as personal training is concerned yeah so um a lot of times with my clients the biggest shift i see with them is when you know, they're a couple of months into their training and you you see that they're making changes on the outside, but the change that they have on the inside, that is the best experience to be a part of that. I've had some clients that have lost over 100 pounds and they look awesome, but just the way they 
change. Like the first day you see them, they have like this sadness in their eyes and they have this I can't do it feeling and you have to get past that and help them realize, you know, you can do this and you're going to do it and you're going to get better. And then when they get there and you see how they have completely changed, you know, that's another good reason to do progress pics because, you know, as you're making progress, take pictures every six weeks or eight weeks or whatever, you you don't only see the pictures and you see the improvement, like you're getting more muscles, you're getting thinner, but you see something in their face, you mm-hmm. know, the way they just, they, they look happy again, you know, they feel like they have a purpose and they feel like they're, you know, trying to strive for something and being able to help someone do that is, that's the best part for sure. Totally agree. I mean, what do you think are some of the main hurdles that people would go through? I mean, that's a huge transformation going mm-hmm. from, you know, 100 pounds overweight and then be able to lose all that kind of weight. I'm sure that happens probably in tears or like little progress points along the way. You know, I I definitely agree with you. In rehab, it's very similar. It's like, okay, I'm in pain. I can't do this. Yeah. And all I'm really doing as physical therapist is showing, actually, you can do this. Yeah. Let me just show you how. Oh, great. You did it. Cool. Yeah. Progress. Okay. On to the next thing. Right. And just continue to build them Mm -hmm. until hopefully, you know, whatever goal they have. Okay. I'm going to run a marathon. Okay. I'm going to deadlift this weight okay I'm just going to make it to the mailbox and back whatever yeah. it is that they can get to that and yeah. not even have to think and about to see it when they you know you've probably seen it too whenever they actually achieve something or when they start feeling so much better they carry themselves different you know mm-hmm. and that's that's the best part is to be able to see that yeah that transition that comes yeah. from it kind of inside and out yeah um but yeah I mean what do you like what are some things or maybe some tools that you use or that you know other people who may be struggling with this like to get people maybe even just to start or maybe mm-hmm. just to make it through some of those tough inflection points. I like the idea of progress picks because most people probably, you know, don't do that on their own. They unless don't want to do it. Unless they're part of a fitness challenge right? or something. Yeah. You know? And the, it's very hard in the beginning to get your clients when they don't feel good about themselves to get them to take pictures of themselves. You have to kind of talk them into it. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to want to see this. Do you make every client to... do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's super important. And, um... You know, they have to, they say, promise you don't show these to anybody. Right. And of course I don't. But just seeing them look at the pictures, they appreciate it. They appreciate being able to see their progress. Because if you look at yourself every day, you're not going to see a huge difference, you know. But if you take pictures of yourself and then six weeks from now, you could see a little bit of a difference. But over time, you can see how all this hard work is paying off. And you can, like, there's physical evidence, like, looking at yourself, there's a picture. Yeah. And just, that's, it's, I think it's super important, more so than the scale, more so than your BMI pictures and measurements as far as, you know, the inches with the ruler and all that stuff. Right. I think that's, um, that's more important. Yeah. I mean, I think a good analogy would be, we both have children, right? And so, like, we see them, like, every single day, so we don't really notice although they're mm-hmm. growing at, in a, at a very yeah. quick rate yeah right but like in-laws come in or a friend you haven't seen in a year and like holy crap look yeah. how much bigger you've gotten or how right. much older than you look and we don't really see a difference it's because mm-hmm. you kind of like you have to like take you're with yourself every day or you're looking yeah. at yourself in a mirror or just whatever you can't notice that transition For unless sure. you yeah just take a picture of it step back yeah and then six weeks and later. then that's another good thing too um is being able to hear from your clients about how 
someone told them that they looked awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I think a big part, and maybe for you too, a big part of being a trainer is also kind of being a therapist. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, they come to you and they feel safe telling you about all their little wins and all their things that they're struggling with, and you kind of help them work through that while you're, you know, training them and getting them better, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, uh, I truly think, and, you know, it's the, the Healthy Charleston podcast, we're talking about healthcare, right? Yeah. That what you're doing and what I'm doing and maybe some sort of hybrid between the two mm-hmm. is a big part of what the future of healthcare will kind of be. Should you be. know, my, so I was with my, uh, I was in Denver for a wedding. Yeah. My father-in-law was, was there. He knows kind of what we do, this kind of performance-based um, physical therapy rehab model, yeah. you know, and he was talking about how this insurance company for Medicare mm-hmm. will take some of these Medicare beneficiaries, people who already have Medicare, and it'll, they'll take that contract. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll try to get them early, like say they just hit 65, yeah. and they'll inject like uh, health coaching, um, fitness training, free gym memberships, all this stuff. Yeah. Because what they realize is if they can get those people to create action at age 65, yeah. that by the time, like people are just living longer, right? By the time they yeah. hit 95, yeah. I'll just give you an example, I'm using fake numbers here, but let's say that person mm-hmm. 65 and 95 would cost an insurance company $500,000 mm-hmm. in pharmaceuticals, surgeries, oh, yeah. all those kinds of things. And if you get these interventions early, which is something very similar to what you're doing, yeah. right? It's like a transformation mm-hmm. in their body that all of a sudden this person now will only cost $100,000. Yeah. So it right. benefits them. Right. Know? And so it's... And it ends up helping. So that's good. That's a win-win for both of us. Usually it's not that way with, you know, big corporations and and, and uh, being able... I've actually seen a couple of local companies like Bosch and a couple of other um, country clubs. They've approached me about that. They mm-hmm. they they want to figure out how to incorporate nutrition coaching or nutrition programs into their wellness programs. It's... You know, it's surprising that they even have wellness programs, which is awesome. That's right. great. You know, the more the merrier, um, because it is, it kind of gets scary whenever you see how things are going as right. far as obesity and... It's, uh, I, yeah. you know, we can, there's really, maybe somebody could argue this, I'm, I'm happy to talk through it with him, but like, <laughs> you know, um, that obesity and the general health of the world, not only America, is continuing to deplete yeah. and get worse. Mm-hmm. And our healthcare technology and what we're able to do is improving. Yeah. So the answer, in my humble opinion, would not be more healthcare when we call the traditional sense, yeah. but more of this like, we'll call it integrative, kind of holistic, kind of like preventative yeah. medicine is really the only other route we can go. Like you yeah. just can't keep pumping yeah. more, you know, yeah. I just can't, I'm in a scapegoat of like, you know, uh, pharmaceuticals or anything yeah. you just can't do that like it, it just leads to more of dependence mm-hmm. on that stuff so yeah. it's like why aren't we doing this on a regular basis and I think people are finally saying okay yeah. this is not like it's not unusual anymore at some point I hope we're having this conversation yeah. and it's just the norm right like yeah. people have just had okay I, I have my standard like I know I'm going to get a health coach I know I'm going to get a nutrition coach I'm going to get a fitness personal trainer and that's just part of who I am I actually have to refuse it because yeah. it's already there for free Yeah, like that would make a lot of sense. You probably yeah. Would it? I think you'd be would. healthier, right? Yeah. More? So <laughs> yeah, I think um, there is definitely a place in the world for pharmaceuticals. Obviously, you know all the advances that we've made have gotten us to the point where we are, you know, we're able to live so much longer. It's yep. not just you know working out regularly. It's all all the other stuff, the 
the medicine and everything that saves lives. But 100%. we're using that almost as the answer for everything. When you go to the doctor and you say, hey, my back really hurts, they say, well, here, here's the medicine. You mm-hmm. know, They don't say, hey, you need to go to physical therapy or, hey, we need to get, get you... Get your back stronger. Yeah, you need to start standing up more. You know, They don't say that stuff. They say, take something for the pain. Right. You know, lay down, ice it. You'll feel right. better in a little bit. Um, so being able to incorporate what we do in medicine, I've actually seen that more often now, especially like with um, doctors who work out, you know? Right. They want to mix everything together, which, you know, CrossFit and just fitness in general, you're, you want to be able to help people all the way around. And so being able to be with a doctor who understands, hey, I know you work out like this, and that's great, but this is how we can make all the medicine work for you. And so you can feel better all the way around, you know? Right, so. right. That integrative approach is, I feel, the best approach, right? Yeah. Like, I may be biased, and I don't mean to keep throwing pharmaceuticals, like I said, under the bus. Yeah. Because there's a time and place for it. Like, it saves people's lives, and it does amazing yeah. things. But I just want it to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it should be the standard. Yeah, I, it's not you know even I mean? in, in the equation. It's not even in all. the equation yet. Yeah. But again, it's it's coming that way, right? You see some yeah. of these companies who have now wellness programs. Mm-hmm. And before would be basically you went for a luncheon and you learned yeah. about the, uh, you know, um, the food pyramid. Yeah, which, right. oh my God. You know, it does. So I, I'm starting to see that there's a little bit of progress. Like in the pediatrician's office, they'll give you a brochure about how to eat healthy mm-hmm. and about how to exercise and how to get your kids to start moving more. So they're kind of getting, you know, they're going in that direction. So it's yeah. a start. Right. Um, but definitely being able to catch it as young as possible. Right. It's kind of like my new mini obsession in my background, right? Because yeah. like we now, like with our, you know, performance rehab model, mm-hmm. we understand that people are very ready for something like this, that they can get good results and, uh, you know, fitness and healthcare and wellness is a big part of it. Yeah. How can we integrate it more and integrate it earlier? Like yeah. that would be the cool thing, right? Like you do have, like Cross is a great example of trying mm-hmm. to like attract physicians and giving them free CrossFit yeah. certifications, right? Or like yeah. so they can um, see for themselves. Right. Like, or like some like local CrossFit gyms who are trying to reach out to businesses mm-hmm. and trying to get them coming in for workouts on a regular yeah. basis. Or you know, any kind of fitness studio says, hey, like you can have a discounted membership and yeah. come see us and like we can keep your clientele healthy because um, or your employees healthy yeah. and that's only going to make them less sick days le- yeah, yeah perform a little bit right the kind of inside and out that transformation right. if I come in and I'm you know not feeling well I'm not going to do down anything. myself yeah like I'm just not going to be able to get as much work done I'm yeah. not going to be pleasant to be around probably eat the donuts and right yeah <laughs> probably not the best right but yeah. if I can make that transformation right. on the outside which can fuel the transformation on the inside like yeah. I mean you've probably seen it I mean you know maybe you can tell your story a little bit of how like um when you started training on a regular basis kind of mm-hmm. that kind of like I'm sure at some point that I know it did it for me. It kind of like empowered me and gave me a lot more grit and a lot more strength to just attack more things Absolutely. in my life that I wasn't yes. attacking before. Yes, that's that's one of the good things about CrossFit. You always hear people talking crap about CrossFit, but it's been the best all-around improvement as far as you can go in and do an awful, awful workout at CrossFit. So if you can do that, you can spend, let's say, six minutes doing Fran, okay? which would be, you know, it's, it kills you at the end, okay? Yeah. So if you can do that, 
or you can do something else that's more difficult that's outside of the gym, you know? I, you know, it, if you can do 100 burpees nonstop, you can, you know, sit in traffic without losing your mind, you know? And it makes everything a little bit easier. It does. It makes it a little bit better and a little bit easier to handle. Yeah. You know? We went on a tangent there, so we'll circle it back. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Um, so you started working out at CrossFit Integrity, mm-hmm. and then maybe just pick up the story kind of from there. I mean, yeah. now, now, you know, go ahead. So I was at CrossFit Integrity for a little while, and then we ended up moving to Somerville. And uh, I continued to do CrossFit but I was at CrossFit North Charleston mm-hmm. uh, with Craig and Kara. Yep. They're awesome. They've been on the podcast. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think they were in one of your first ones, right? Yep. Yeah. They're really, they're, they were such great coaches and they were so knowledgeable and also helpful and they just, they loved what they did. And I wanted to be a part of that. So I got my level one. I got my CrossFit Kids certification. I started coaching there. Um, and then I ended up doing personal training at Pivotal Fitness for a long time. Um, and I just continued to train and uh, help a lot of clients. And it was, it, it's the best feeling in the world to be able to help people, you know, all around. And CrossFit has been the most effective form of exercise as far as changing body composition and changing we talked about this earlier changing the mindset of people you know Mm -hmm. so yeah and so where are you training now so right now i'm training out of my garage which is where garage gym athletes right so if you go on my instagram you'll see all these videos and those are in my garage that's also where i train clients um i also do nutrition plans and nutrition coaching that's mainly online but then uh, pretty soon, I'm going to be training in person at Rhapsody CrossFit, which is downtown on King Street. Yep. We had them on, too. They're awesome. Yep. They're yeah. such yep. cool, genuine, awesome people. And I think we talked about this before. It's the nicest, cleanest CrossFit box you will ever see yeah. in your entire life. So They have an amazing culture down there. They, they really right. do. So, yeah. And they're, they know their stuff, too. So um, I'm going to start training there pretty soon. Um, so I'm really excited to be a part of that. What were, as far as when you were in the garage gym, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. like where was the programming coming from? You were kind of programming your own workouts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so, you know, you always hear like there's nothing new under the sun anymore. So you kind of learn from, you've, you pick a few different boxes and trainers that you admire. You take what they're, you, what they're doing and kind of make it into a new creation, you know. So um, I would take the programming that... Uh, Let's see, like Ben Bergeron, you know mm-hmm. him, yeah. CrossFit Mayhem with Rich Froning. I would take things like that, and then I would take their philosophies and some of their wads and kind of mix them up together and turn it into a workout. And then I would just post those workouts. And, you know, it's, it's it's limited in a garage gym. You can't really do muscle ups or anything like that. So right. um, yeah, just kind of mush it all together and also kind of targeted. Like when I post my workouts on Instagram, a lot of them are targeted more toward moms mm-hmm. or people who aren't, we're not competitors, but we, we like CrossFit and we like working hard. So that's where, uh, that's where you come from. Cool. Yeah. What about like if a, a client comes sees you, what's like the kind of process that you have? Like, okay, I want to reach out. I want to start working out with you. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So first we, we meet and we talk in person make sure that it's a good fit, that you know we'll work well together. 
and then you know I have them fill out um, a few questionnaires as far as forms and you know the general just getting more information about them and their goals and what they want to achieve um, their lifestyle it's a big Try deal it. yeah it I think is. a lot of traders don't do that right? right well I mean you want to be able to mix it all in together because if I tell you you know yeah you can lose 50 pounds in six months if you do this but you have you're a nurse on shift work and you've got two kids like how are you going to throw all that in there if I give you a program that's completely overwhelming so putting all the pieces together forms a puzzle um, and then you kind of figure out how to work around challenges everybody's got things that they have to work around and that's the biggest part is in the beginning you hear people saying well I can't do that because you know, I work full time or I'm a mom or they're, these are all valid excuses, but also they're not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would say like, Hey, I've got four kids and I'm still doing it. So what's your yeah, excuse? Yeah. But I mean, it, it, there's something about leading by example though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do. But also at the same time, like just because I've figured out how to make it work, I can also say, well, I'm a trainer. Like that's, you know, I'm not a nurse. I'm not sure. I don't work full time. So there are other ways that people can justify that you know mm -hmm. so if I say hey I'm a mom I have four kids I still figure out how to do it they can still think of well you know I've got two kids but I also have a full-time job right. right now so everybody has their own challenges and everything that they've got to work around so being able to figure out how to help your clients work around all that stuff you know it's kind of solving a problem right helping them figure it out sure it's like sure. a puzzle and there's like a bunch of pieces yes and you see this person i got pieces over here like and here's like yeah. their question here's their lifestyle here's their nutrition yes. here's how much they've trained and like <laughs> i'm basically just going to like piece all these yeah, yeah put it all together and then figure out and hopefully create this amazing beautiful puzzle at the exactly. end right exactly where, yes where they feel being strong. able to um help people get past that i can't thing you know, because that's the biggest part, getting over that hurdle. Yeah. I think it's one of the most powerful tools of somebody who's in, we'll call it a service industry mm -hmm. in general or in the healthcare field in general, is the ability to solve problems. Because mm -hmm. that's all we're really doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we have a general framework, yeah. whether it's CrossFit or physical therapy or occupational therapy or medical doctor or mm -hmm. nurse, right? And just being able to, like, get that person in front of you understand where they are right now yeah. all the problems that they have and understand where they want to be mm -hmm. like whatever that may be right it yeah. might be more muscle mass less muscle mass you know whatever physical goals they have and then just all we have to do is put the pieces together to get them from a to b yeah. it sounds really simple but it's not it's very very it's not but humans are complicated <laughs> they are super complicated but also it could be super simple but they just can't see it because they're right in the thick of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you need that outside. Exactly. You need yep. that outside perspective of something. And a lot of times they're like, why didn't I think of that before? You know, that seems super easy. But it's just a matter of having someone who knows what they're doing telling you, you know, I see this really simple solution. Just start eating a cup of vegetables with every meal, mm -hmm. you know, and that'll really help fill you up and it'll keep you from eating a ton of other crap. Um, super simple. They could have thought about that on their own, but they're in the thick of it and they can't see that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's really what we're here for. Showing yeah. you easy stuff, easy solutions that you can't really see for yourself. Right, right. Most people are just like, oh, I'm gonna do everything all at once. Yes. Right, and like, I feel like 
again, even from so many analogies between rehab and uh, fitness, but, yeah, <laughs> um, it's just giving them, okay, here's your one bite-sized piece. Like, it may just be something as simple as, like, okay, and you just, like, stretch your hamstrings yeah. once a day. And they're like, that can't be the only thing. I've got to do this and this and this. No, just start there. Oh, I feel better. Oh, cool. Well, now we can layer something else on top. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, just eat a cup of vegetables a day or just drink more water. Exactly. Whatever it is. Exactly. That's always one of my first ones. Just drink more water. You'll be a nicer person and you'll weigh less. The end. Yeah. Um, And I feel like a lot of people think, I was thinking about this the other day, because a lot of people push that. And like, there are some people who are like, well, like, you know, I guess you can technically overhydrate. And what are the benefits of really drinking that much water? I think you just kind of like stay more full. You know yeah, what I mean? Like we're right. just bombarded by like eat, yeah. drink, like yeah. commercials. Everyone else <laughs> is doing that stuff. So like you just kind of maybe, yeah. I feel like, who knows, it's pure theory that like you just, the act of like physically drinking something and mm-hmm. eating and it's empty. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no calories, right? And so Exactly. And what are the odds that someone is going to drink so much that, what is it, hyponatremia? Where your cells explode because that yeah. too much. What are the odds that if you tell someone to drink more water, that they'll get to that point? I think so. <laughs> I hear that a lot too. Like, yeah. What if I drink too much? You're not going to drink yeah. too much. And you're not drinking. I mean, we're going to, you know, for people out there, and this is where I think we're some of the, we're talking about semantics here. But you're drinking in order to hydrate. I think more you're just drinking as like you're just creating a different habit than snacking on potato yes. chips. I'm just filling up a nice grab your water bottle yeah. instead of grabbing the chips. Yeah, you know? like that's such an easy thing. It like is. I really think you need to replace stuff. Absolutely, you know, replace like, habits. You can't just like okay, I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, you know, drinking soda. Yeah, right? or like stop drinking alcohol. Like I'm okay, I'm gonna put the. Uh, I always get it wrong. It's not LaCroix. It's LaCroix. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking LaCroix. Is it LaCroix? I've yeah. always called it LaCroix. No, so did I. It's technically wrong because really? I looked it up and I get corrected <laughs> all the time. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with LaCroix. Whatever. Seriously, it makes me sound fancier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got to replace stuff. You yeah. know, like um, I used to drink Coke Zero. 100% loved it. Yeah. Um, you know, my parents told me that as long as I drank, this was like when I was a kid, just one Coke a day was yeah. fine. Not true. Don't drink Coke ever. It's terrible for you. Uh, but now I just drink kombucha. You know, at first I've I actually was, never even tried that. Oh, before. it's so good. Is it? Oh, it's so good. Okay. But it's it's an acquired taste for sure. <laughs> you know, but like so is beer. Who, who liked beer when they first right? drank it? Like, Nobody thinks the no. beer is delicious. Right. You're a liar if you say yeah. It. Yeah, it's I waited until I was 21 to drink. No, I didn't. But um, <laughs> when I first drank beer, it was terrible. But you know, it was. But you had to pretend like it was good because. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what the cool kids did. They yeah. just drank beer. No, I, I think that's true. And I actually, I used to be completely addicted. Addicted to Diet Coke. Like, a 12-pack a day kind of thing. Like, I would wake up in the middle of the night because I just wanted a Diet Coke. It was bad. Um, but now, I, I yeah. couldn't even drink this. I don't... Nothing about soda is appealing to me. Do anymore. you think back then... Because, I like, when I was in grad school, like, mm-hmm. I woke up... And that was the first thing I drank. Like with the Diet Coke. That yeah. was my caffeine for the day. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember anyone telling me that it was unhealthy. Do you think either we were just blind to it, or do you think just information has just come to light more so now than it was before? Yeah, no, I, I don't remember anybody telling me that it was unhealthy. Diet Coke was technically healthy. Yeah, like, right. People were this like, just nice. like smoking was in the 50s right. or something, right? Like, yeah, at least it's not real Coke. Right, there's no sugar in it, so it's it okay. Okay, I was always wonder about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how much of it was, I just you know maybe not in the same health circles, or yeah. was it just like 
as everything else like nutrition or just maybe evolve. everybody was doing it you know everybody was drinking soda so everybody I mean we're all physical ther- in physical therapy <laughs> school <laughs> right. like when you look back at that like what you know how much Mountain Dew did I drink yeah, yeah. I, I used to wake up, I used to like wake up and drink Mountain Dew and eat Doritos and cool that was just the best and I thought I was cool I was like look at me I can eat all this and I'm not gaining a ton of weight and, right you know that didn't end up well but you, you can't do that forever and feel great, for sure. Because I do remember when I was drinking so much Diet Coke, I wasn't drinking water. That was, you know, that was my replacement. So I always felt tired and I always felt gross, you know. So do you ever like get like labs done back then, or do you even get labs or anything like that? Yeah. So I've, I've gotten my blood work done a couple of times. I've never really had any issues with that kind of stuff. Um, the only thing that my blood work ever said when I was drinking a lot of Diet Coke was that there's some marker that shows when you're dehydrated and that was high sure. because I wasn't drinking enough water actual, and caffeine's like, a diuretic yeah. exactly know, so like, yeah, you're peeing all the time yeah you're peeing all the time but you still feel like crap yeah um, I mean yeah we see it a lot somebody who can look really fit on the outside can mm-hmm. have like ter- not saying this was the case but like yeah. you have terrible numbers on the inside because yeah. you just weren't eating healthier or yeah. eating well like I was relatively um, fit and I got some like labs done and I just had a lot of stress going on my cortisol levels were through the roof but yeah. like, there were multiple things that I just like I had to work on you yeah. know what I mean so like I think it's a uh, we don't talk about this a lot but like I think it's a really good idea for everybody yeah. to get their general labs done on mm-hmm. a regular basis like I'm talking about every they say you're supposed to do every three months because trends really matter but like oh, every really? six months to a year at a minimum to yeah kind I've of, done like, it about once a year yeah just so like okay like and get it done with somebody who really understands what the numbers are on a yeah. deeper level. That's where things get a little bit yeah. iffy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, finding somebody who's more like functional medicine or integrative medicine. Uh, if you've never checked it out, go check out. Here's Steady MD. Yeah. 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 Go check out those people, right? Yeah. It's all telehealth, but like these are people who are typically, I think one's a runner, one's like a, a power lifter, they have a CrossFitter, they have like yeah. every kind of general, and they're talking about more of like, What's your ideal number? Where should it should it be? Yeah. As opposed to like, okay, you're not sick, you're good, or yeah. you know what I mean. Things and like that. one of the biggest obstacles I've had with doctors is, you know, you tell them you do CrossFit, and they say stop doing CrossFit, just because they they've only heard that it's dangerous, it'll tear you up. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that with a couple of well, this was a few years ago, but I heard that with a few physical therapists too. Yeah. You know, you kind of get that stop doing CrossFit thing, but with Steady MD. Um, from what I've seen, they they kind of they understand CrossFit. They know you know how good it is for your body and how fitness needs to be a big part of the whole medical spectrum. You know, taking care of your whole body, not right. just giving you drugs. Right, kind of like we talked about. It's yeah. becoming more at the forefront, and there yeah. are more resources like that around than there were not before. Yeah. Um, from a medical perspective, which is cool because again, yeah. they should be integrated. It should, and so I was thinking about that this too. As far as fitness and medicine and whole health and being a mom, if someone would have told me, you know, after I had had my baby, your your abs are completely separated. You don't need to be doing anything with your body mm-hmm. that will make it worse. Mine are still completely separated. There's nothing except for surgery that could fix mine. But they need to make that, because fitness needs to be a bigger part of, you know, recovering after you have a baby and staying fit as a mom, 
doctors need to talk about that stuff. I don't remember anybody talking about your pelvic floor. Like, I'd never heard that word. Right. Um, uh, or diastasis. Uh, diastasis, whatever it is. Um, I don't think the first talked. one. I'm not sure, though, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Qua. Right. Diastasis. It's going to mess up all the words. <laughs> but nobody ever talked about that. You know, and that's so important. And you don't really notice it until you pee doing double-unders. You know? Right. So <laughs> it's. And uh, if you do that and you're listening to this, go find a pelvic floor physical exactly. therapist. Just Google it right Contact. now. They can help you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're not supposed to pee when no. you jump rope. No. Yeah, no, for sure. No, that stuff's, uh, again, like I said, it's just exciting that stuff's becoming more at the forefront. And like, I agree that they weren't talking about it before. And now they're starting to talk a little bit about it now. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge becomes, though, like, are the, like, Again, how do you integrate it? And like, is that even the doctor's place to start addressing those things or should they start referring them out? Like, I think that becomes a challenge. Who becomes the one go-to yeah. person? Because yeah. there's like a thousand different people I can think of exactly. who could you could possibly go in for nutrition or fitness or, yeah. you know, strengthening the pelvic floor. So, yeah. um, but, but, and there's so much information and misinformation out there, you know? The point of this podcast. Hopefully clear that up. Yeah. (laughs) Hope so. But, you know, being able to wade through all of that would be it's it's hard to do these days because there's information everywhere. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is total crap. So having a podcast like this is great because you can actually hear, especially for us local Charleston people, being able to hear from fitness people in the community and you know obviously you have a great reputation so being able to hear you talking to somebody that you trust you yep, know that's 100%. super helpful yeah i mean just there's no one side I mean, we talk about this a lot in the podcast but there's no one size fits all mm-hmm. right and so like getting different perspectives and different people's stories and going on different rants yes <laughs> my rants i think it just gives people the more like again, good information they can have and like finding ways to like take control back and figure it out for themselves because uh, I'm still a firm believer on this. Like it doesn't matter what it is. It could be like any nutrition plan out there. I won't name any, any fitness plan. I'm not gonna name all of them, but like you have to kind of find out what works for you Mm -hmm. and it's different for everybody. So like, I just want people to know, hey, here's all the really cool options out there. Yeah. Go try them. Here's some tips and tricks based off that modality go try it if it works for you great if not here's to here's a way to understand exactly. if it is or isn't working i feel like that's yes the big thing and that's that's why you will be respected if you only preach you know keto 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 or you know i need to do you know my detox tea i need to detox people are eventually going to see through that but if you say there's this whole spectrum and people get different results doing different things i feel like that gives you more um, credibility than saying this only one thing is going to work for you and you got to buy it through me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I do think it's a red flag. If somebody's only preaching kind of one thing is not mm-hmm. open to anything else. Uh, typically that, that, that can be a red flag. It's like, okay, yeah. like, you know, cause things are changing all yeah. the time. I mean, yeah. look it up. We told like people to smoke cigarettes. We thought it would be healthy for anxiety. Like a breathing and for exercise. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Help your lungs. So, yeah. you know, and this, I'm not making that up. Like, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with like the, you know, sugar-free craze that we yeah. know is not, like, it's just stuff evolves and change. You have to evolve and change uh, with it. Have you heard of the carnivore diet? 
No, but I already like it. <laughs> Just <laughs> but based off that. Think about only being able to eat meat. Only meat. Oh God, forever. no, no, no. That sounds. Could you imagine? That sounds terrible. For that's you. like there's there's new studies that say that's good. Like, right. There's no way unless. I, I don't know. I don't even know what kind of doctor you would need to be to to think that that was a good idea. But like, yeah, some of these diets are just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and so there is. There's a lot of BS out there. Oh my so, gosh, that's crazy. Trying to wade through all of that. Yeah. I mean, here's the other thing too. Like, I am by no means a research expert. I do try to read as much research as I can, especially mm-hmm. kind of in nutrition and fitness and physical therapy realm. Yeah. But there is. I hate to burst everybody's bubble, <laughs> but there's a research. <laughs> to prove almost anything. Exactly. Like, there's, I'm not gonna freak some people out, but there's research out there that like parachutes don't work. Yeah, exactly. like, They don't work, they just don't work, yeah. right? And so like you can literally almost prove anything, yeah. you know, and then that's you're, you're like- looking for something, yeah. You can Confirmation bias, like if you want to find out that the carnivore diet is great for you, you're gonna find research that says that it's great for you, but. Yeah, it's gonna be out there. So, you know, unless you are, uh, research like appraiser and no understand that's probably not a real word but I made it up uh, yeah now research it is appraiser yeah <laughs> oh, it is <laughs> boom um, yeah uh, if you're not one of those people then you know it's just tough don't just because something says the research shows yeah although I use that for my biases all the time um, yeah you know that uh, it's not going to be necessary it could have been one study with one person him talking about himself this is my research totally on, you know my personal experience Right. So just dig a little bit deeper. I yeah. mean, that's still, you know, like I said, information and be able to just uh, assess some of that. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate litmus test is like, is it working for you? Yeah. And understanding what that means. I still think that's it comes down to nothing but that. It is. Do I feel better? Yeah. Am I, right? am I more confident? Yeah. You know? Just because, you know, keto doesn't work great for you doesn't mean that something else won't. Right. You know, you just got to, there is a little bit of trial and error, which is a lot of times when people get discouraged but I think if you can kind of and you're doing this right now the whole 30 like if you can go back to just eating things that don't have ingredients you know an apple does not have ingredients yeah you know if you can kind of just start there that's a great place to you know start reset yourself (laughs) yeah instead of eating all this processed crap yeah no 100% Um, I asked everybody this question so I want to get your quick assessment so what is your definition of health or a healthy person? Mm-hmm. Health or a healthy person? I think a healthy person is well-rounded and it, it took me a while to figure this out, you know, because at first I thought healthy meant super fit and that means you gotta work out a lot and you gotta be really strong. Um, but then eventually you realize, okay, it needs to be more than that. It needs to be, you know, we talked about this earlier, the, the well-rounded. You need to work on the inside and the outside. You gotta, you gotta balance. I guess health is a lot about balance. You know, being kind of focusing on more than you know just your work or just you know your social life or partying, or you can kind of have the whole thing and being a, a balanced person, which is really tough to do, yeah, especially like when you love fitness. You just want to work out all the time. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so being able to balance all that and, and realize that it's not just about CrossFit. It's not just about, you know, what's the workout next day. 
it's got to be for longevity too, you mm-hmm. know, like what, how is this going to help me in the long run? Is this going to help me pick up my kids when I'm, you know, pick up my grandkids when I'm 70 years old? Yeah. So balancing everything, I think that's the big part of health. Yeah. Being it's balanced. It's challenge. You know, I like, uh, I'll create these, I love my whiteboard, so I'll kind of create like a pie chart or whatever. And like, yeah. you know, there's all these different pieces of the pie and like mm-hmm. they all have their place, right? Yeah. Like, you know pharmaceuticals have a place fitness has a place like if you let one of those pieces of pie take over all the other ones the mm-hmm. other ones shrink yeah right like yeah then you're typically not going to be a healthy yeah. person so i like it, that it's tough and it's you know it's very hard to be balanced when and this might be a mom thing like the mom guilt thing is strong you know i want to be a really good mom but i also want to work out so that means I don't want to leave my kid in daycare. He just got out of school. I want to hang out with my kid. So being able to balance all that and realize that you're helping your kid in the long run by taking care of yourself. True. You know, so that is balance. Being able to balance being a mom and being fit and putting it all together. How do you juggle run. all that? I mean, that was something I wanted to circle back to. Like, oh, it, it, it's juggling. Right? <laughs> it is. It's, it's, you're constantly juggling. It's, it's being able to... Um, make it so much of a priority that you'll fit it in whenever you can, you know, because there are going to be days when every day I wake up and something, (laughs) something happens, you know, like a kid will tell me, Hey, I've got this project due right now. (laughs) Or I forgot to tell you last week, we have to do it right now. Um, and so every day with kids and with jobs and everything, you're always going to get these curveballs thrown at you. And you just have to realize that you got to make it work around your schedule. Even if that means you got to work out after work, you got to squeeze it in, you know, when your kids are asleep. I've had some clients who don't work out till nine o'clock at night just because that's the only time they can get time to themselves. Mm-hmm. So if it's a priority to you, you'll figure out how to make it work, you know, and I know that that's a common phrase that a lot of trainers say, but unfortunately it's true. Right, right. I feel like the takeaway from that would be like, one, you're going to have to be adaptable, right? Like things are not going to go, almost cussed there, things are not going to go your way. (laughs) And then the second piece is you have to be persistent enough to like, despite it not going your way, that you're still going to do the things that are necessary despite... It not being the exact time of day, despite having mom guilt, which mm-hmm. I know nothing about. But I'm going to say that word. <laughs> um, you know, every know. mom on this podcast, listening to this podcast, knows exactly what mom guilt is. Right, it's pervasive. <laughs> um, so yeah, just be creating, creating action despite that. Yeah. And like you said, going and saying, I do think getting to people's, and we didn't really focus on this, but you talked about it for sure, is getting to people's like. Uh, why their or why like something having long, a clear goal right you know? and they're long to, okay I'm looking to be really really healthy yeah. you know what I mean I'm looking to be able to do all these things forever for my yeah. entire life and like if that that is what I think will will create that persistence yeah. is having that it's not going to be willpower it's yeah. not going to be you know uh, a trainer telling you although that will help it's going to be like Absolutely. I have this bigger plan for myself mm-hmm. and this is this fits into that plan yeah okay cool i know that you know I'm, I'm getting better i'm getting better every day and this is just part of it getting through those challenges because everybody has those things that we can say well i know i need to do a load of laundry but i can spend 15 minutes 
doing one of Heather Blackfoot's workouts from yeah. Instagram. Um, <laughs> so, um, it is. It's just a matter of just juggling because everybody has that. You know, mm-hmm. even if you one kid having one kid is just as tough as having four you know because there's always well parkinson's law the time's going to fill however it exactly fills. <laughs> exactly yeah. so you know doesn't matter how many kids you have how many kids you don't have there's always like you said you're going to fill up your time with what's important to you and it's just a matter of having a goal and having um a vision of where you want to be and making that clear enough that you'll work out whenever you can fit it in yeah you know even if it's your kids at hockey practice and you're, you know, running laps around the mezzanine upstairs, yeah. you know, you'll figure it out. So me and another, uh, dad work out and do, um, like stadium stairs during my son's soccer practice. Yeah. It's right. awesome. You they know? Don't, yeah. So, they don't care if we're watching them when they do soccer practice, but, um, so, yeah. you know, what, what else are you going to do when you're there for an hour? I said, they can't sit swat still. Bugs. Yeah. yeah. So definitely we'll swat bugs <laughs> where we're at for sure. <laughs> Um, so yeah, tell me a little bit more, um, like how can people reach you? Like if they want to learn more about Heather Black and yeah. you just mentioned like workouts. So you post workouts on your Instagram that people can just do on their own. Or yeah. So I post a lot of workouts, um, you know, with demos and descriptions and some tips on, you know, form and all that stuff. And those are all on my Instagram. It's Heather Black Fit. But then also, if you're interested in training or nutrition plans or, you know, um, remote training programs, things like that, you can go to heatherblackfitness.com and you, you can get more information there as far as training. Very cool. Sure. Well, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had fun. This yeah. was a blast. Yeah, we went on some good rants. It's <laughs> All a good podcast and I go on some good rants. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, I enjoyed it and... Um, Appreciate coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, see y'all later. Bye. What's up, everybody? Eve here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Charleston Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. And please leave us any comments. We're always looking to improve or recommend a guest. Yes, we take recommendations. Also, if you want to learn a little bit more about us, and our health and human performance clinic where we do physical therapy and performance training, please go check out madetomovept.com. Again, that's made, the number two, movept.com. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.